you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with someone who's been on the show before, but in a very different context. Uh, last time you were on the podcast, we were talking about your label and uh, some of the projects you were doing um, kind of on the other side of the of the music thing yes. as, as the guy in the background making things happen. But we're here now today to talk about uh, your band that you've been in for a long time and, and that's coming to a very interesting end. So I think that yeah. the best way to um, start this off is if you want to just introduce yourself and give a bit of background about the band. Because, I mean, I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast will be familiar with you. But, um, yeah, just, just maybe a quick uh, Cole's notes on the history would be great. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Adam Fuhr. The band is called Yes We Mystic. The... Um other stuff I do is, is uh, House of Wonders Records is the uh, record label that I run, and that's what I've been on the podcast talking about before. But uh, yeah, the band Yes We Mystic has been the um, main focus of my life for the last uh, 11 years. It's our 11th uh, birthday today, and uh, and we're putting out our third album called Trust Fall um, on October 21st. And we have announced it will be our last uh, record, and that was kind of woven into the creation of, of making it. We knew it was going to be our last when we when we set out to uh, to create it, and that was really interesting process. And and uh, yeah, it was um, you know our our um, time of of kind of uh, realizing and, and accepting the the um end of the band and deciding on the end of the band was already a couple couple years ago and making this record was was always meant to be kind of a finale and and something that we decided on going into it that that this was um you know um one more thing that we wanted to make and we wanted to make the the best record that we could and um yeah we're now only a month away from it coming out and it's very surreal it is for sure did did uh, did the pandemic have anything to do with this decision to end the band or was it already kind of headed in that direction sort of before this this all happened the pandemic helped us like mask it uh because we um we're, we're in a place where we were taking a little break anyways uh and so it you know it looked to everyone as though we weren't playing shows because the pandemic was happening, but we we weren't really going to be doing that in the summer of 2020 anyways. Uh, we had just gotten off um, putting out our second record and yeah. we toured in Europe and throughout North America then. And so it was kind of our, our off year anyways. 
Um, and so, no, it didn't really have much to do with, um, with that um, decision. It was, you know, as I said, the band kind of been the main focus for us and, and was is a very, um, you know, full-time commitment. And, and at that point, we had started to see different people in the band pursuing different things in their lives. I was starting House of Wonders. Yeah. Our drummer, um, Jordan, is uh, runs a, hum- a community health clinic now. Uh, our cellist, Jody, is in pursuing law school. And, and so there's all these different things that we're doing. We realized that that, that full-time commitment couldn't be what it uh, it had been. And, you know, we what we knew we didn't want to do was kind of half-ass things. That's not, never how we've kind of done it uh, or kind of put put everything into, into um, you know, both making it and releasing an album. And so we decided then, you know, let's make one last record and uh and really focus on one thing at a time just making it the best that we can make it so we didn't weren't sure at that point if we would play uh any shows or if there'd be videos or how the record would come out we've had a um we're working with a record label from germany called devil duck records for many years and you know we, we didn't know that hey we're not we might not be playing shows for these new songs so we didn't know if they would be interested in, in putting it out again and and we just focused on one thing at a time until kind of the picture of, of the whole emerged. Um, so that's, you know, started with just uh, these, um, you know, writing the songs and then uh, and then recording them at my uh, studio at House of Wonders. And then turns out the um, label was really keen on, on putting them out, um, Devil Duck Records. And so we... Um, we're kind of you know very very excited that uh you know that we're going to be working with them one last time as well and somewhere along the way we realized that uh the one thing that we couldn't do to our own standards was was put on a show or another tour in, in the way that we had in the past and so kind of when we set out we said we'd only do something that if we, if we thought we could kind of top ourselves for the last uh for the last um phase and so yeah. we're not doing that but we have a um a live video that's forthcoming it's uh 17 minutes long it's our longest video we've ever made and it's uh uh it was really nice to come back together and and we have some some past members as well that that uh, been in the band years ago one of which uh, Solana came in from from Vancouver just to oh, cool. film this video and and so having seven of us together all all playing some of the new songs it kind of fulfilled that uh, that bit of um, you know the 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 live performance for us and the you know getting together week in and week out to to rehearse uh, for that was was a really nice experience just just this kind of closure for for us in that regard because. We've been practicing three times a week for, you know, for years, whatever, yeah. eight, nine years, and then the pandemic happened. So that was truly the end of like we, we would practice if we had something coming up or not. That was kind of how we always did it. And so the pa- pandemic definitely was the the big break in doing that. So this was nice and and getting back into that rhythm um, a little bit for that uh, for that concert film was was nice. Did did getting back together and especially having you know the past members come in and everything. 
did that kind of um, make it difficult <laughs> to want to stop? And then now that you're having this experience where, you know, seven of you are together, you're working on these new songs, uh, you're playing lot live in the sense that you're, you know, you're filming yeah. these videos. Was there any kind of like hesitation? Like maybe, maybe we should continue going after, <laughs> after kind of going through that? You know, I, I think it was so just baked into the process of, of trying to um, stick the landing of the whole thing. And make, yeah. like I, I we, we, we've always done, you know, art projects alongside our record and, and uh, our records. And, you know, I just I know as an audience member, I've been disappointed when bands I like when the quality kind of goes down or if that, you know, it's it's everything's not how it had been in the past and so for us it was just this focus on we, we knew we were coming up to the end but we d didn't want to decline in, in any way and and uh working our hardest towards that so definitely playing um together brought up a lot of a lot of old feelings and, and made us realize how, how lucky we are and how lucky we had been all these years to, to yeah. get to perform together and certainly a lot of uh memory lane we've been going down but in terms of questioning what what we knew is is coming not, not so much i mean definitely definitely uh lot lots of lots of big feelings when we were sure. together in that
way the way you're going about this, I think, is really cool because. I think most bands, when they're ending, they're not in this position, right? Something happens, or someone quits, or or people just get sick of it, or whatever the reason is. Like, it, it often seems very abrupt, and a band will play yeah. a last show, or put out, you know, whatever they have recorded, because they need to put something out, because things are ending. But you have this very planned out, and even the marketing for it has been very deliberate, and it just seems like every step of the way, you've, you've had this sort of... Um, very well thought out ahead of time and it, <laughs> it makes for an interesting uh an interesting way to do it for sure like i don't i don't think most bands get that opportunity when they are about to end it uh yeah definitely it's it, it's a very, it's kind of strange situation because a lot you know a lot of times in bands someone can't stand each other or you know it's ending because of kind of interpersonal yeah. stuff or because you know and and we we all get along very well we all love making the music together and um and so it's uh it, it did put us in a very unique situation where we thought okay so we can we all want to do this and we all want to do as much as we can and we want to make it as good as we can and so it was just a a, a matter of you know, managing the the time and 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 what everyone could give at every given moment. Yeah. And uh, and in some ways, having that stress lifted of what the record could accomplish for us or, or what there is that bit when you're in a band, and you're in the middle of it, and you got tickets to sell and a tour coming up and all this, and that can be a, a strange place when you're trying to be artistic at the same time and so for us having that part of things lifted you know i've actually saw the different members of the band engaging much deeper in ways that, that we hadn't seen in in kind of years and um and and just in in, a, in that artistic way i felt like we we got to dig uh deeper on this record and um than than we had had the opportunity to and sometimes it was really nice to um you know, uh, you know sending the sending the the demos to um to jordan our drummer and he's sending me back 10 pages of notes and i went wow for our last record he wasn't sending me 10 pages of notes that's just not where we were not where we you know uh or had had time for not what you know not his uh where his head was at and so in this situation it was like oh my god we're 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 all uh wanting really really deeply for this to be um something special and so it was it was yeah a really cool uh, situation well you said a few times tonight and even just looking at kind of the the way the this record is being promoted is that the idea is you want to do the best thing that the band could do and kind of, like you said, top yourselves. Is that freedom to kind of, of knowing that it's an endpoint and not having all of that peripheral stuff around the record, does that, do you think that's helped to make this record uh, as good as as you guys feel it is? That's definitely part of it. I mean, it's uh, having, you know, the, what, what essentially amount to pressures and, and distractions not being there is, is one thing. Another just comes from, I think maturity as a as a band. We've we've put out records before, and we had a really clear idea um, as as the records started to shape up of, of what it could be and what we wanted to what we wanted it to be. 
there's also like my my day job is producing records um and so from the last time we made a record where for me that was one of the first things i got to produce fully to now where i've had a lot of experience yeah. doing that it also opened up uh, you know it's, it's difficult to juggle those two things to be the the musician and the producer but i i really challenged myself to try to look at the songs in the same way i would um if i was producing someone else's music and and kind of uh, attack it with the same rigor of of trying things in, in different ways and, and so that that led to like you know four or five different um uh arrangements on some songs where there's like totally different feels and instrumentations cool. and vibes um i mean part of that came from certainly uh the pandemic uh amount of time uh sitting around the house to <laughs> but i mean that, that's the type of thing like um to to get the to get to rework a song uh that many times and finally land on something that feels perfect uh you know in in terms of the the emotion of it and of the the sonics of it um and to to have that already discovered before we're going in to actually record the the final version of it was um something we we hadn't really had before and so that was another exciting exciting part of it all what i mean this is maybe a, a silly question but what happens if this if this record blows up like what happens if it, if it just does incredible i mean obviously you hope it does right but what happens if it's become something that 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 is maybe bigger than than anyone in the band would have expected it to does that is is, is the finality of the band like how i guess how final <laughs> is the finality of the band <laughs> you know my friend amos amos the kid he's obsessed with asking me this question as well <laughs> what happens when you sell a million copies well then uh you know, we'll feel pretty good about ourselves, I guess. And we'll uh, <laughs> give ourselves the old pat on the back and go, wow, that was a wild, wild ride. I mean, we're all, we're all, uh, you know, we'll, we'd probably all go out for drinks and cheers big time. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good answer. I mean, I think like we said at the beginning. For what else, what else we could. Uh, <laughs> you could fix up your that. studio with the, with the, with the proceeds. Ride you can, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I kind of like what you said at the beginning too about how, you know, everyone has moved on to to other things in their lives, and that's kind of one of the things that happens when you've been in a band for more than a decade, right? Is that, yeah. you know, things change for everyone involved, not just as far as being musicians, but just as far as as life. And the pandemic's a great example of something that affected everyone, but everyone individually is going to have stuff going on.
how do you think that the uh, obviously the, the sonically the band has progressed over this time as it naturally would one would hope anyway if, you, if you're if you're playing together for as long as you have but yeah I guess what do you think is sort of the end result of the of the sound like did this group get to where you thought it would have gotten to kind of when you started like I, I guess how does your opinion of what you were trying to do when the band first got together how does that mesh with with where you are now where this album is and, and all that mm-hmm. that's a great question i mean when we started we were uh we, we were teenagers and we were uh playing we were meeting in, uh, at our friend's house in, in the basement and we were playing we we're totally acoustic uh, playing on a couple borrowed instruments, like we didn't have uh, money for an amp or anything, so it was all like acoustic guitar, uh, mandolin, banjo, uh, upright bass, oh. and uh, violin. That was our first um, line, like the first lineup of instruments. And so at that point, like we we were always trying to play around with song structure and and interesting you know, rhythms and things and, and trying to push against what we could do with, with what we had and, and try to come up with something surprising um, for the instrumentation that was there. And so as we grew and as we were able to, you know, get get different instruments and, and, and kind of uh, come into a, a sound that we had in mind, it's always been kind of playing with expectations either... Yeah. In, in a genre or or that we set up and then try to try to uh, knock down after as it were and so I think now we're at a point where any any sound any any um, you know and anything you can think of is is our our palette and we're, we're not um, shy about playing around with all of that and I think our last record is where we played with palette the the most and it came it made a lot of really dense songscapes and it was it was really um i would say a dense record and this record is for us the perfection of that in that it uh it takes a step back a little bit towards um like really, really focus on the emotion of the of the songwriting was was you know we have complexity and we have just like singing your heart out. Those are always kind of in the two um, poles of the band yeah. from the beginning. And 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 I think last time, obviously we're we're always trying to juggle those two. And the last record that we made was called Ten Seated Figures, and it was really complex in its in its themes and its execution. And this one, I think we just got that balance right into the middle, right where we wanted it, um, and uh, and that's that's kind of how I see us progressing. Is is always just finding that line in between yeah. in between those two things, and um, and that yeah, as I said, with the like rearranging songs many many times, it really allowed us to play with like how you know um how, how how surprising do we want this to be sonically how you know what what elements do we want we want to add some familiarity back um but also uh have have these moments of surprise and f- for example like 
on the last record, you know, uh, it was we were running everything through guitar pedals, and if there was an acoustic guitar on it, you would never know that that sound was coming from an acoustic guitar. And in this record, it was, uh, you know, we're trying to make the parts surprising and and not not the sounds quite as much. I, okay. I, I don't. I I didn't use a guitar pedal on my electric guitar. I think the whole record it oh, was wow. just guitars and amps and and um, and getting sounds that way. And if the part was supposed to be surprising, I'd write the part to be surprising and not the not the sound. So it was a different approach in that, um, and it was it felt very uh, felt very good. Felt like a good. We've, like we've we finally found that balance that we've been really chasing for. Well, the timing worked out then, I guess, right? <laughs> you found yeah. the balance in time for the last record. But since you're not doing a, a release show, I mean, you're not doing shows. This this is the the end point. Yeah. How do people get this record? And I know it's not coming out for another month or so uh, from when we're recording this. But yeah, what's uh, how are people going to find it? Um, where where do they go to find it? How would you prefer that they 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 get a copy or listen or whatever? Yeah, well, uh, we are we're doing we're not doing a live show. We are doing one event. It is it did sell out right away, so this is not a plug for it. Yeah. But it's uh, we're doing a screening at, at Cinema Tech of all our past uh, music videos, as well as the the premiere of the of the new piece that we've made. So that's very exciting. We will have the records for sale there. Uh, they'll be at you know all the all the regular music stores, and we're going to be doing a uh, a pop up. Uh, we haven't announced this yet. Maybe by the time this is yeah. airing, uh, we will have. But it's going to be at uh, at Riley Gray, a store on okay. uh, on Corden, and uh, and we'll be there selling merch the day the the record comes out. Cool. And uh, yeah, online, a lot of people have um, you know been been pre ordering it and, and stuff as well. And so yeah, and then just Spotify.com. Yeah, you know all those. All the places people tend to get music videos, yeah. yeah. yeah.
speaking of online, is there going to be still a presence for the band after it's over? I mean, are you going to keep... Uh, maybe this isn't something you've even thought about yet, but are you keeping social media accounts and, and, and uh, you know, like websites and things up? Or is it um, is when it's over, it's over? Like Because now you can exist kind of perpetually, right? Like this without being active. Yeah, I think... Um not super a lot of th- i know that like for for a time after the album comes out we'll still have uh, have more to say about the record and and, and the and the the video uh that's gonna come out we'll probably after it's had a, a while to breathe we might go back and then release a song at a time from you know things things like that um i imagine we'll we'll keep our website i our our we didn't even really touch on uh, the uh, the Trustfall Hotline, the, the phone line art project. Yeah, that was uh, very cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, I think we'll we'll probably keep that number going for forever. Hopefully. Well, quickly before before I let you go, can you explain how it works? Because yeah, that is a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, so we've always uh, tried to expand on the themes of our records with with these art projects. And this time we wanted something that could be accessed from anywhere uh, because you know our label is in, in uh, Germany and, and a lot of our fans are in Germany. And you know, we wanted to make an experience um, that you could spend, you know, and it's up to you, five to 12 minutes, um, really having something uh, tailored to you. And so we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what that would be. And, and we, and we realized that we could use a, an automated phone line to this, uh, to this effect. And so it's essentially a choose your own adventure, kind of one act play type thing. There's some, you know, moments that feel like guided meditation. There's some moments that feel like, uh, you know, some bizarre, you know, horror, <laughs> you know, type of <laughs> tinge moments. And there's, um, uh, it's it's uh gone really well. I mean, we've had hundreds of calls from from all over, and and uh, we didn't even kind of announce it at the beginning. We just put started putting out posters. The posters, and, yeah, yeah. And, 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 people started tagging us in, in photos from all over, and we just didn't acknowledge that it existed because we wanted it to exist out in the world for a bit before we uh, talked about it on the internet. Um, but I don't know. Should I? Maybe I'll go ahead and just drop some uh, fact about it that I've never really sure, acknowledged yeah. yet. It's uh, since the day we announced the record, you can listen to the whole record if you choose the right things on that phone line. Very cool. <laughs> What's the number? How do people access the phone line? Oh, uh, off by heart. I don't know. <laughs> one eight seven seven uh, three. Four, uh, I got one right here. One, one eight seven seven three four seven five two three one. Right on.
My bones. 